You're listening to And you're listening to the Clubcast, a podcast about pop culture and the creative life from an Asian American perspective. It's the North Cat, baby, I'm a boss. Carolina barbecue sauce with the slaw. I'm the safe, the cellar, and the vault. I'm the best. And hey, everyone, welcome to episode 119 of the Clawcast. My name is Marvin Yue. Hi, Mindy Chang. And we're your hosts for this weekly look at pop culture and Asian America. In Asian America. In or a, Asian American. In the world from an Asian American perspective. Oh, I got the husky thing going on. What happened? Anyway. Minji Chang is back after taking a week off to go see her little brother off into the world of adulthood. Oh, you're making all the feelings come back. <laughs> she was in Michigan for uh, um, the graduation for University for University of Michigan. Go, yeah, go, go Blue. Go Blue. Go Blue. And Go Bears. Yeah. <laughs> hey. There's so many. We have so many bears here. Where are the Tritons at? We're the Golden Bears. It's the only ones that matter. <laughs> Moving on. And welcome to all of our new listeners from Spotify. Spotify. Thank you for finding us on um, the, hopefully from the APAM hub um, on Spotify. Or if you just, you know, somehow stumbled upon our podcast, welcome. Why do I feel like I'm being Tom Haverford today? I don't know. You're always, t- well. No, especially today. But anyways, especially. continue. You're, you're in that kind of mood. Well, also... Master of None comes back in a I week, know, right? Five days. Five days? This week? Yeah, Alan Yang just posted on Instagram. Oh, I just I'm liked so it excited. and commented. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, congrats. Um, for those of you, congratulations for finding us. Apparently, I'm super not humble about this. Um, Don't be humble. We are Treat now yourself. on Spotify. So for those of you who have been um, trying to get your friends to listen to the Clapcast, but it's tough because they don't have an iPhone, and so it's tougher. Um, and people don't like to use Google Play Music or whatever. We're not on Spotify, which everyone pretty much has. So now it's easier than ever. We're, we're going to have a link to our Spotify um, listing um, on the show notes and also in our website. So um, if you want, please share and um, get more people listening to the Clapcast. Thank you very much. Is there any way to do ratings? Is there anything like that? I don't know. There's okay, ratings. but when we when there are, but if you're on iTunes, oh, just you know, just jump on iTunes and give us a rating and review too. Um, I just want to, yeah, I'm really proud. This is a moment. I never, th- I never for one second, actually, this is my second Spotify gig. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, this is like a humble city right now. Yeah. Well, my other gig that I did. <laughs> um, check out the um, Spotify APAM hub. It includes also playlists um, put together by uh, prominent Asian American artists such as Run River North, David Choi, and our very own Eric Nam, who is a former director of Collaboration Boston, who's now just fancy K-pop star. Indeed, very talented. Yeah, so check it out. And still cares about agendas and conference calls. <laughs> <laughs> Love him. Anyways, how does it feel to be back on the mic? It's good to be back. This is home. After 119 <laughs> episodes, this better be home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or something's really wrong. And um, after 119 episodes, we're still, you know, trying different things. So uh, last we're week nimble. we had our first special episode where we kind of, um, as collaboration, we get asked to attend a lot of different events and. We decided, hey, let's um, let's bring a little piece of what we do. So, hope you guys enjoyed a little special episode from LAPF, the LA Asian Pacific Film Festival. This episode, we're actually going to bring you some field recordings we got from both from the closing night of LAPF as well as the Identity LA concert just, that just happened last Saturday, the big music festival that our friends at ISA put on, along with the city of Los Angeles. Congratulations, Congratulations to Dan, and Phil, Dan, to and Richie, to James, Phil. and Kev, and yeah, Richie. <laughs> We're just going backwards. Oh, excuse me, pardon me. Oh, you have your phone on for shame. No, it's my, it my laptop. See, I see your texting windows right This there. is for next week's collabcast. Hold on, <laughs> stop. You're ruining the magic. Oh, were you able to listen to uh, last week's episode? I haven't caught up yet. <laughs> Full disclosure. So I've been on a podcast rampage. She's been listening to every podcast except, which is which is understandable because I'm just trying to absorb the world. Yeah. Remember, we're like this is part of my growth as a person <laughs> is to actually listen and watch things. Been obsessed with S Town, which I talked about the last time I was here, and then finally watched Serial. Uh, not watch, uh, listen to. <laughs> I listened to. Cereal. I haven't finished Serial yet, but uh, how have you I, not I, finished? I it? You're the, the one who was telling me about it. Well, I mean, it's kind of. I guess it was just so popular that I kind of like was like not listening to it. But to weren't like, you like? Y- I was fascinated? in the pod. I was in the podcast before Serial. 
I know, but that in particular, <laughs> it's a really captivating story. Yeah, I'm I, I think it's more. I, I think it's the same reason why I've kind of put off watching like Black Mirror and some of those these other shows because it's like. See, so now you know I to, how I, need, I feel. I need to be in the mood to watch something dark. See, so now you know how I feel. <laughs> I've been in a really dark place. You've apparently. been watching a lot of dark, dark <laughs> media lately. It really. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I'm just like, it's all coinciding did, with the you, state of the you, world. You did just watch Guardians of the Galaxy last night, which I was did. a... I watched it too with my girlfriend, and it was a nice, fun Hi, little Christine. romp of, on a, of like galactic I mean, chicanery. I'm showing up anywhere for Chris Pratt because I love him forever <laughs> and ever and ever. Also... And they didn't have enough shirtless scenes. I just need to put that out there. <laughs> um, this uh, movie actually also features two Asian-American actors, which is... Um, which is big too. Um, Dave Bautista, uh, he of World Wrestling Entertainment fame, who plays Drax, and um, Palm Clemente, who plays Mantis. Mantis was so sweet. I felt so bad for her. <laughs> I was like, stop being a jerk. I'd be that girl. I'll just like show up in the movie and be like, can everyone just like throw her a bone here? Anyway, you know what? You can you could probably be be Mantis because you're very tuned in to everyone's I was, feelings. I was very like, oh, the empath, and like <laughs> she starts, you know, crying when there's. I was like, that's <laughs> that is basically what. <laughs> yeah, but I don't have the same sweetness. I'd be like, hey guys, mm. it'd be a little different. Yeah, it'd be a different Mantis, but it was fun. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Anyways. Um, I guess we'll start off this. Um, no guests this week. Uh, we're kind of taking it easy, kind of unwinding, um, and we're going to have some audio from the field later on to um, to supplement. But and there's there's a bunch of guests there. A lot of our oh, favorite friends lot. from the. Pod- I think it was podcast. really hyper. Yeah, I re- recall. <laughs> I was like literally jumping around. But we'll start this um, this episode the same way we start every episode with a roundtable discussion about what's on our mind in the world of pop culture. And I guess um, I'll start because um, we wrapped the Los Angeles Asian Pacific Film Festival last Thursday yes. with a screening of Coco Nada's film Columbus starring John Cho. Lee, For real, man. starring John Cho. Yeah. We yeah. saw more of John Cho than we've ever seen. <laughs> Literally. Congrats to yeah, John. A lot of John Cho, but both closed and. Unclosed. Was there a lot of butt? Well, there was like one full butt and then like a bunch of like. But through pants. Just Jew, who was your co-host while I was gone. Yeah. We sat next to each other. She was very excited. We had a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> Happy birthday, Just Jew. She just turned 25. You're not supposed to age people. Oh, no. She just turned... Mm. <laughs> Happy birthday, Just. I freaking love her. I'm really sad that she was on this podcast when I wasn't here. Oh, she, We'll bring her back. I mean, we'll bring her yeah, back. But sure. she's one of my favorites. We, we have a lot of people who want to be our third chair. We have um, Fang, our friend from a couple episodes ago uh, of Quest Crew fame. We have Just You. We have Andrew Ahn and Sean Muir who want to beat each other for appearances. I love everybody. Yeah. We have great friends. So, yeah, congrats to Visual Communications for putting on a really... Really successful film festival. I was just happy to finally be at the festival. This is like a thing of mine (laughs) where I suddenly have travels. Last year I was in Korea Mm -hmm. and DC. And this year I was in Detroit. (laughs) Last year you were meeting our president. Yes. Ex president, former President Obama. Um, How times have changed. Reliving it. <laughs> no, and, and so I felt so bad because we, we're always a community partner and supporting and promoting in LA. And I love Francis and we see each other all the time. And he's like, so you're going to make it this year? I'm like, <laughs> no. <laughs> um, but I did get to go to the closing night event, which was really cool. And to see Columbus, which we had been wanting to see when we were at Sundance. Yeah. But we couldn't because we were doing the interviews and running the yeah. other events. Um, it was really cool to be there. And then that's when John Cho was there. Um, and we get to kind of like... Have our moment. Yeah. Um, before we go any further, um, I wanted to play this little audio package I put together of our coverage of the closing night, both from the awards ceremony and from the red carpet. Uh, so uh, please enjoy. And if you, if you like uh, what you hear, let us know. And we'll, we'd love to do more of these. What do I say? Thank you very much. Uh, visual Communications, um, obviously a long history with you guys. And um, so proud that uh, the film is recognized by my homies. Hi, I'm Jody Long. I'm the board president of Visual Communications, or president of the board, I guess I should say it like that. And I'm an actor and a writer and, oh my God, a hyphenate. I'm so proud. I really am. I just think it's been so great to um, look back to the past, uh, Better Luck Tomorrow, and the forward of starring John Cho. 
and Gook in the Middle of It All, and all the amazing films that we've had. Um, uh-huh. uh, my name is Koganana. I'm the writer and director of Columbus. Yeah, it's such a big honor uh, to be here, to both be supported by the festival and to support the festival. I'm Ashley Young, and I directed the film A Time to Swim. This is actually my first festival, so it, it means a lot to me for for the film and, and, and to get recognition for this film, which I think is really important in showing indigenous voices. The jury was struck by this film's willingness to swing free, to say what it wants to say without hesitation. This reveals that we are dealing with a filmmaker who trusts and loves the process, a true artist, a film so timely, so insightful, and so expressive. The grand jury prize of the festival goes to Goop. Uh, feels amazing. I am really honored, and um, I think uh, winning awards are great because <laughs> uh, you feel validated for all your hard work. The, the basic thing I want to say is you, I've been doing a lot of sort of panels and Q and A's, and people constantly wanna wanna point out all the differences people have in the film, and I think that's kind of counter to what I was trying to do. If you look at the two main characters, Eli, who's Korean American, and Keith, who's African American. They're the same person. Uh, they both are trying to make ends meet, trying to support their families. They both are really hard on their younger siblings. They both carry the weight of the world on their shoulders, and they both don't know how to, you know, express pain or, or their their vulnerabilities. So, if anything, you know, this year is the 25th anniversary of the LA riots. Uh, my family was looted, and instead of talking about you know why we're different. I just I hope that my film, uh, through conflict, makes us understand how much we are exactly the same and how much we do need each other. I think um, you know. I think you know. The question is like, do, can do we contribute anything unique or distinct? And I think you know. I do think like Asians in general have a particular sensibility. So it's not just about filling uh, uh, the frame with Asian people, but also like offering a possible sensibility that we, uh, you know, have grown up with. Uh, so yeah, I, I would hope that we can contribute something in that regard, and I think we can. So we really are building this family, this community, and people are meeting each other. I, somebody just told me the other day the girl is in Better Luck Tomorrow. And she said she met um, a, a filmmaker here last year, and now they're working on a project together. And this, to me, is success. That people come, they become inspired by the films they see, they meet other people, and then they start working with them. And that's what film's all about. It's collaboration, right? So I'm um, just so thrilled, and it's like really starting to foment. Uh, I've said this a bunch of times, but I think it's you know it's like my second home, and I love coming here every year, whether I have a film here or not. Um, I think it's really important that we showcase Asian American and Asian uh, work. It's been uh, it's been really really good. I I'm so appreciative of this festival for premiering my film, and also. Um, for just being a really friendly group of programmers and staff that have, have and that have been able to like push my film forward and give it its little a launch. Well, you know, we're heading into our 50th year, so we're on our 47th year, and as you see, that you know, we're expanding, and so we're bringing in music and we're bringing in all different kinds of things, interactive with the Bronzeville and. And I think it's going to expand even more. With food, we're talking about bringing food, more food in, and you know they're really forward-thinking. It's no longer just films. It's like, how do we create this interactive experience for the people that come here? Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited too. <laughs> There's a lot I missed. Yeah, well, that was all from I got the closing night. Yeah. yeah, and um, yeah, check out the check out our other coverage, uh, both our live episode from last week, episode 118, as well as our special um, coverage episode where we talked to a bunch of filmmakers and cover things like the opening night and um, the HBO Visionaries um, screening. I really want to watch those shorts. I got to hear about it, read about it. 
Now I want to watch. Yeah. Our friend Jimmy O. Yang was the um, the steward for this year. And um, next year it's going to be Leonardo Nam. Very cool. Yeah. Very cool. Well, congratulations to Jimmy and to Aquafina mm. because this is an aside, but they're in Crazy Rich Asians. Yeah. And now they're in Kuala Lumpur and I'm following them on Instagram <laughs> stories, just watching all their crazy stuff going on. But I'm so happy. For I need them. to read the book. I wonder what what roles are playing. You know what? I was I thought about this yesterday. Now that I've been listening about a bunch of podcasts. I was like, I need to finish the things I've started, like <laughs> Crazy Rich Asians. I mean, it's a really good story. It's just the way that it's written gets a little bit like I want to pull my hair out. But that's kind of the point. Well, I mean, you're you're thrust into this world of old money. Asian families, which like people don't realize that they exist. There's a lot of old money out there. They just emphatically, emph- <laughs> emphatically emphasize. Yeah, because like the, um, the richness, and I'm like, all right. <laughs> so what happens next? Well, I mean, the the big narrative, especially for Asian Americans, is like immigrant stories, poverty, or like um, the American dream. Like people don't realize that there's a lot of like really, really rich people that didn't have to move away because they're they're perfectly fine where they were well i mean the whole point well, now we're getting crazy rotations but i love <laughs> rachel's character because that's me you know that's my connection to yeah. this whole thing it's like oh, so how do we fit into this whole thing mm. um but anyway but yeah um the yeah so congrats again to visual communications um thank you for allowing us uh, attend and watch all these films and get to get to um, interact with um the many many awesome filmmakers that come through like people fly out from australia from the east coast from everywhere from canada just to come and be a part of this community and one of the big things that people talked about a lot and especially there, there, there was a there was a um a media outlet from britain from london who came out too london yeah and oh, were those the lovely brits that we met yeah the ones that you, you busted out your, your i did bust out my british accent <laughs> i didn't even think twice they about gave, it they complimented you i know like, i don't oh. know if they're being nice but yeah i went there <laughs> But everyone was saying how, like, this type of community that we have here in L.A., they don't see or they don't feel where they're from. Like, they, they want to build. They want to get to the point where it's like this. But Yeah. You know. I mean, that's something we've heard in our narrative for a really long time. And, and especially because we have our city chapters outside of L.A. Mm-hmm. And kind of distinguishing, you know, it's not a, a, a bragging right. It's something to kind of, like, not take for granted. Mm-hmm. So it's, like, always nice to honor that. The fact that we have this really robust community, it comes with its own, you know, challenges because there's so much going on and you sometimes feel overwhelmed because you're not on top of everything because the community is growing so rapidly, which is, you know, whatever. But that's 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 like a challenge of growth. And then like everyone's spread a little bit thin and whatever. But honestly, at the end of the day, these are the moments that we remind ourselves like we're very, very lucky to have that connection. The people that buy into it more because they see the value of it and because they hear about it from some other friend where they were like really moved and really encouraged to like kind of yeah take that and run. And that's something that we take really seriously here at Collaboration too because we're on the ground in so, so many different cities. Yeah. We want to find out how to take like the, these good feelings, this kind of community feeling of bringing everyone up and bring them to everywhere we're at so that Asian Americans all over the country can know feel what it's like to be a part of like a strong supportive community if you want to hear more of my thoughts on that you can go back to our collaboration detroit episode <laughs> it's like well, the college students in michigan <laughs> yeah um speaking of community we're going to talk more about the big community event that happened this past weekend at identity la the big asian american music festival put on by our friends at isa and wang fu and the city of la but um before we get to that before we get to the break uh, what's on what's on your mind this week Lots of things. Um, cereal is on my mind. <laughs> okay, well, I'm gonna go there. Um, graduation's on my mind. Uh, I really, uh, I didn't understand. It's been a long time since I graduated, mm-hmm. and then uh, to see my little brother go through it. The last Chang. The, the last Chang, and then he's also in the in the military. He's in the army now. He's an official second lieutenant. Right, he was ROTC, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, I kind of didn't. You know, all of it, everything that we go through, these milestones in theory, in words, are very grandiose and big and they're ideas. But seeing it, again, I always go back to like live events, man. Being there with him, with these kids that have been through four years of like some of the most important formative years of their life and have all this ahead of them, a lot of stress and a lot of promise. I don't know. It got me like, it was like a really good 
reflection point for me mm-hmm. to kind of see like, well, where do I stand in the grand scheme of things and how do I help these kids do well? Yeah. I mean, it's been a while since I attended any graduations. It's been 15 years since, uh, since high school. Yeah. Um, Let's not talk about that. <laughs> <and then> <laughs> I spoke at Chapman last year, you uh-huh. know, and those like the older we get, like it, it gets really, it hits like, you know, it pulls on your heartstrings in a different way. Because it always goes back to, I remember when I was in your shoes. Yeah. Things you believed, the things you thought you were going to do. and Yeah. That, but know. I'm also learning from them. And it's really cool. Like, for example, they, it was a bicentennial at UMish. <laughs> and um, they had all these, like, reflection points of, like, looking at their alumni and what they've done for the, for the world. Mm-hmm. And it's really cool to kind of say that, oh, this was our shared point. Which always, you know, I always parallel to my work with Collab and just say, it made me reflect on everybody that we've worked with and say, this was our connecting point. This was our uh, our gathering spot and everybody dispersed from there and they all go do their own thing. It was kind of the same feeling and it got me really emotional. Yeah. You know, collaboration's been around for a couple waves of like Asian American like surges, right? Yeah. Had, like the early 2000s were pre-YouTube. Um, you got the YouTube surge of the late 2000s and now you got the... Um, the main the media push now we have we're much more visible in TV and getting there in movies, but also like our issues are starting to be recognized as issues. Yeah, <laughs> it also made me really happy that I'm not that young anymore. Too. Oh yeah, <laughs> all the feelings. I'm like when I say all the feelings, I mean all the feelings. Yeah, and also I kind of reflect on this because I'm really proud of my little brother, and um, he was only one of eighteen. Uh, 18 ROTC Army mm-hmm. graduates out of a class of like thousands. Yeah. And that made me incredibly proud. And also, I didn't realize this until I was there. He is the only Asian one. Oh. Honestly, in the whole, in his 18, he was the only person of color. Um, And I don't know. I was just like. I saw the pictures you posted of like your, your parents like pinned the, um, the yeah. ranking stripe on him. Yeah. And your dad was in the Korean army, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh my God, I'm going to cry again. <laughs> I was not ready, Marv. I was like, I was super jolly because, you know, like, that's my family role. I'm mm-hmm. like the. You're the cheerleader. The cheerleader, like the, the ridiculous one. Whether you like it or not, you're going to be happy, damn it. Yeah. Which is funny. My family, my, we fought because of that. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> the special fights you only get in your family because they're like, we need to eat all together, shut up, and enjoy yourself. Oh. <laughs> it was that. And my brother was the one being like that. Anyway, so we all like really love each other, and it was really obnoxious. Um, but that, that thank you for bringing that up. I was just like not ready because I was in such a happy mood of like, my baby brother's this, and like all oh, whatever. So I was just trying to be like the historian and take all these photos. And in the middle of it, I had no idea my parents were like part of the ceremony. Mm. Clearly, we communicate really <laughs> great. I had no idea. My parents like, oh, okay, where do we go? And I was like, go? What do you mean go? You have to sit with me. And they're like <laughs> going with my brother. And they did this whole thing where they pin the shoulder boards on my brother's uniform, his very fancy, expensive military uniform, um, which he better wear for the next like 20 years. Like he can't gain any weight. Dennis, you got to wear that. And then um, he is officially, he takes his oath. He gets the boards pinned. So he's officially an officer of the United States Army. And then he does a, a first salute as an officer. And so the, the first salute, I saw other kids do it. Sorry, young men. And uh, <laughs> uh, they were, they're young men. But they like choose to do their first salute. You're supposed to salute to somebody in the military or a veteran, like somebody who was. So a lot of them were doing their first salute to their like higher ups within the ROTC program. So it's like they're su- like superiors, which is really cute. You know, it's like they spent four years with these guys and they're saluting to them. And then a couple of the guys salute to their grandfathers. Like mm. you could see that it was in the family. Yeah. And it was just, oh my God, it was so cute. <laughs> so then... Didn't know my dad was going to be the one to give my brother. I'm sorry, but it wrecked me. And I was like sitting there like, you know, being the, the I'm going to do it right now. Even though no one can see me, I was crouching in the aisle. Oh, you were doing the Asian Hell yeah, I was. picture crouch. Who do you think I am, Marv? Total like Ajima style. Hell yeah. <laughs> like Ajashi too, man. I was being both the guy. I was just like leaning <laughs> in my heels and taking photos. And then all of a sudden, like 
when my parents went up for pinning, I started getting emotional. I was like, oh my God. And then my dad turns and I was like, oh my God, he's going to do his first salute to my dad. Mm -hmm. And it's like those tears that like you don't even have to blink to make fall. (laughs) (laughs) They're just pouring out of my eyes. And so I was like, damn it, the photos are lopsided. (laughs) That's what you think. That was like maybe like my third. How dare you make me feel while I'm trying to take pictures. (laughs) That was like my third thought. (laughs) But it was really beautiful. That's and Yeah. And so it, it was really meaningful too. So I kind of just want to reflect on that because um, I'm not, I was never <laughs> big in military, mm-hmm. even though my family is. is. Um, and then my older cousin, he's, you know, Navy guy who's now FBI. And oh. then my little brother, though, I mean, something about that is just more special. Yeah. A little bit. Sorry, Danny. I love you too. But um, yeah. And it was very symbolic. Because I was just like, this is my father who served the Korean military, did his time, and then now it's my little brother. I was like, <laughs> so I don't know. It's just I'm bringing that because I know that there's a lot of families out there, and it's like we're that bridge, yeah, you know. And then and it means a lot. I know my little brother will 110 percent put his life on the line for our country and what that means. That's kind of a scary thought. Too, that huh? scares the shit out of me, Marvin. It scares me to death. And like, I've had anxiety. We've talked about this. I've had anxiety <laughs> since November. And well, good thing we're so far away from any military. I mean, conflict, you, know. you know, but also it's like, I had to kind of like put faith in my brother. Like this is, I have so much faith in him, mm-hmm. in his discipline and in his intelligence and in his like, you know yeah being a great man and so i was just like we have to really believe in these young men and and women who are really like doing really important work and that's something very profound to me because i didn't have the same context until that moment i was like wow my yeah. little brother's doing this and i know a lot of my friends have family in the military too well congrats to baby chang yeah baby. not so baby chang <laughs> congrats on your sorry for all the fighting over your flowers and um we got in a fight thank over you flowers. for putting up with minji chang all your life no he's so thankful aren't you dennis <laughs> <laughs> he loves me i give him girl advice uh, oh yeah well yeah. He's, he's he's in uniform now he doesn't need any advice he actually anymore. asked for it whereas you and i fight because i give you unsolicited yeah, girl advice. <laughs> anyways um you're welcome we'll be right back uh we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna take a quick break and uh, we'll be back to talk more about uh identity la which just happened. Um, happy APAM, and we'll be right back. BRB. Hey guys, it's Marvin here. Thanks again for listening to the Collabcast. This podcast, as always, is brought to you by Collaboration, a nonprofit organization supporting Asian Americans in the arts and entertainment, discovering, developing, showcasing, and connecting the creative talents of the API community. You can learn more about collaboration by going to our website at www.collaboration.org. That's collaboration with a K. We can also find our other digital content offerings such as videos, blog posts, and podcasts like this one. The Collabcast is also a proud member of the Potluck Podcast Collective, an independent collective of Asian American podcasts and podcasters. Find out more about the collective and our great programs by going to the website www.podcastpotluck.com. As we mentioned in the beginning of the show, the Collabcast can now be heard on the Spotify platform. In addition to the Collabcast, you can now also hear the other programs of the Potluck Collective on Spotify as well. It's all part of the Spotify APA Heritage Month Hub that just launched today. On it, you can find podcasts hosted by Asian Americans, as well as playlists curated by Asian American artists. You can check out the hub now by going to spotify.com slash APAHM. And before I forget, just a quick reminder, you can currently only listen to podcasts on Spotify on their mobile app. We have a lot of really great programs from the Pollock Collective, so I hope you take some time to listen and please share with your friends. Now that we're on Spotify, it should be easier than ever to let people know about not only the Clubcast, but the other great programs of the Pollock Podcast Collective. And that should do it for this update break. Again, please follow Collaboration and all our social media links for the latest in Asian American pop culture and collaboration events. Um, now let's get you back to the show. And welcome back to the Collabcast. This is episode 119. I'm Marvin. Uh, 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 uh. This is Minji. The human soundboard I'm being machine. very Tom Haverford today. Very, very Tom Haverford. I'm just really excited Entertainment for him. Entertainment 360. 720. Who are you? <laughs> Get out of here. Um, I can't we, with this guy, you guys. We're coming down from our way. high because we were just at the... Um, well, APAM has started. It's Asian Pacific American Heritage Month, which is the month of May. Um, happy APAM, Minji. 
Happy APAM. This is kind. Of, this is a really eventful APAM. Yeah, it's only the first week too. So I know that's what I'm saying. We're gonna be so tired by the end of this. I'm already tired from the first week. Well, because um, you we we like kicked off APAM last month <laughs> with the LA Film Festival. That's true. Um, so we just came back from Identity LA, um, which is the big music festival that um, ISA and City of LA put on uh, for the City of LA. Last year was Pacific Bridge. This year was um, this big festival. They had booths. They had. Um, Dean, who's a big deal, apparently. Um, Us the Duel, Doctors and Engineers, and a lot of great acts. Giraffage. It was super huge. A lot of people were there. We it was were, very cold as well. I was, it was <laughs> strangely cold. It was bizarre. Yeah. Um, actually hailed um, yesterday in, in um, the Whittier area. Okay. Yeah. I was, I was like, cold. it hailed during the festival? <laughs> no. Well, it rained in the morning and then cleared up. Yeah, as yeah. If, as if the sky went, okay, we'll, we'll let you have this little Asian festival. But <laughs> it was a conflict because there was also Froyo, which I ate, and everyone's yelling at me. The giant spoon. I know it's probably in the segment <laughs> that you have. From yeah. There. So uh, we have. Um, I ran around. I ran. I ran around. I ran around with my recorder and um, got a couple interviews from people on the ground talking about APAM, talking about the event, and so we're gonna share that with you in just a few. But um, before we get there, um, just wanted to chat a little bit with Minji about the event. It was fun. Tour. Congrats to our friends. We already said this in the beginning. Congrats to our friends, Dan, Richie, the whole crew, Phil West. Um, they, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> it was quite a fiasco. I'm really proud of them because I know that it took a lot to get all that together. Do you find it like, I was trying to enjoy the event, like just all around. <laughs> like my producer brain was like kind of, oh, what's happening here? Of course. What's of going course. on there? And it was really good. Again, it's kind of those milestones and that's what our collab shows are like too it's always just like again touch point to be like hey this is really cool gets you re-energized and like your brain's going for the (laughs) next event and you know everybody getting together that's why we need those community touch points yeah to keep going speaking of live events did you hear about this fire festival that happened last week we didn't even talk about this (laughs) as like as a event producer i was like what were you getting so much just like shot like i was just like yeah, what's this the word? Schadenfreude? Schadenfraud is fraud. like, yeah, it's like the German word for taking pleasure in another person's misfortune, which is terrible, but... But human, let it out. These these people deserved it. What were you thinking? <laughs> really? Like, and how old's the kid? Okay, no It's fa- like 25 Yeah, like I'm not trying to hate on... I, I really admire gutsy people who are like entrepreneurial and, and go for their dreams and all that stuff, but have a plan, man. Do your research. I and mean, clearly that's... Yeah, I mean... So, for, I'm sure he clearly learned For that. those of you who... Apparently he's done this before. Well, anyways, uh, for those of you who haven't heard about this big debacle basically um this these tech bros wanted to throw this big exclusive like high-end music festival in the bahamas got jaw rule to sign on with them and basically shat the bed like just that's the most eloquent (laughs) people arrived to um their luxury accommodations of like fema Storm support tents, like wet blankets. Their gourmet meals of ham and cheese sandwiches, it's like spaghettios, and basically people just want like and they're uh, <laughs> porta, like not even porta potties, like yeah, yeah. lawsuits galore. And this is just like I don't know about you, like after doing a bunch of collaboration live events and helping other people with events, like before we even get to marketing this thing as the the, the event of a century, like get your fundamentals down, man. Get like yeah, but I feel like. <sighs> This is just like, this is the, this is why people hate millennials. Like, but shit like this, you know? Kind of. But I'm, I imagine, I'm going to like be on, again, the defender of millennials. I'm sure that this kind of stuff has been happening without social media shine. So yeah. it's not as broadcasted. But I know for a fact that there's been like tons of bad ideas that have come and gone. It's just like the scale of this. But as a millennial too, I mean, I'm, this is me just like, this is why people hate us. Oh, yeah. Right? Because like this guy... Basically, they they assumed like they spent all their money on buying influencers. Did they? Right? Yeah, like, they spent I, I all their money I on Instagram and Twitter influencers. They, there's been like a lot of like a lot of think pieces and reports done about because it's such a such it's such a public failure. Yeah, yeah. of such a massive scale. Yeah, because of the promises. And so, not only is the dude getting sued, also all the like Instagrammers, like like Instagram celebrities, they're getting sued too for not disclosing that. This like this was a paid advertisement. Really, like, they, they were paying people to say, "Oh, hashtag Fire Festival, hashtag like 
like glam. that like that they're like genuinely promoting it of their free will kind yeah. of thing well okay i think well i wonder the consumer then because i feel like at this point vast majority of millennials or anybody who is on social media has an implied knowledge that they know if you're promoting no that's not true you think that but apparently that's not true. it depends on what not, it is yeah. yeah that's true that's a gray area because some of them you're just like no we and we do that all the time we promote stuff no one's paying us it's just because yeah. we genuinely support something or think something's great and love this product or whatever but yeah there's i've seen more transparency because i feel like i've seen more hashtag sponsored hashtag yeah. whatever people well, I mean, are being clear that's, about that's that. a legal thing too yeah right? and i i don't know i like feel they're like being paid to advertise something yeah it's it's just such a bummer because like you like again producer brain being on i see i'm looking i'm imagining this budget sheet and how everything is like in marketing right right but i for me i kind of look at it more meta of like what does this say about culture and society yeah because that you know business is indicative of that and i think the way that we're trying to sell the like grandiose experiences i mean that's never going to change because i think that's what honestly like coachella has become that because yeah. it's like not just musicians but it's with the experience of it and you're going to see like but then at least with coachella you have like a big like you have ag back like producing and you have like well, professional obviously. staff like basically um i don't know if you've read any of the um the the pieces that have come out about this but former staff like basically staff they had a staff that they were promising money that they like Basically, we're getting delayed paychecks. The guy was paying them out of his own pocket. Like all these red flags. Like um, one of the the biggest articles was like from a former former from one of their staffers because they didn't make anyone sign an NDA. So they, oh. everyone can just talk about it. She was saying how she was recommending that they push it off till 2018 mm-hmm. because they're not ready. We're yeah. not ready to do this in like a month yeah or two and then basically one of the in a month or two yeah basically one of the one that of the crazy. one of the like principles this like tech bro was like or we can just do it and be legends like that was his like that was his like <laughs> he was being john ralphio sorry i'm going to turn everything yeah. back into parks and rec <laughs> but clearly yeah with their flush with cash it's like at some point there's things that you can't manifest out of nothing you i know? know yes i'm a big <laughs> dreamer and i say big things but, have but at a least plan. like i mean have a plan. you don't have a not everyone has a marvin to like figure out how to make it happen you know hey i helped make figure it out how to happen <laughs> no but i i get that and um i don't know we like we could spend like hours talking about every example but i th- i i like this topic because there's things to I don't want to turn it completely being me being me. I don't want to turn it into just a complete bashing. I mean, every time I think about it, I shake my head, (laughs) but I I still think at the end of the day, you need people who are going to take risk and like, yeah, (laughs) calculated risks, smart risk, not even calculated risk, but like understand like, okay, if I want to do this, what do I need to make sure happens for that, for that to happen? Right. Understanding like you can't just say something and it'll appear. Yes. So this, so thank you, Mr. (laughs) fire festival man <laughs> boy <laughs> like man boy <laughs> man boy um because honestly i'm sure you know i, I don't know what the, the extent of his wealth is and i don't know what's going to be like after all the lawsuits are settled but if he still is this kind of like a typical entrepreneur story of great magnitude <laughs> saying like you're gonna fail and then you gotta like figure out and we're all figuring out with you because everyone's analyzing this what went wrong and how to avoid that right so for my little silver lining thing, we all have the benefit of not taking the financial liability that this guy <laughs> had, nor the public humiliation, but we there's a lot to learn from this, and that's why I want it to be something of like, we're not just bashing this guy with our schadenfreude. Fraud, fraud. Schadenfreude? I don't Freude? know. But uh, there's a larger lesson to kind of like see what what's up with our culture, what's up with our society, yeah. what are we like kind of turning a blind eye to, what are we ignorant of, What's good business? What's a good production plan? Yeah. Uh, lots of things to learn from this. So And like, yeah, like these huge go. events aren't easy. Absolutely. They're not. very hard, which is well, another reason like, why, which is why this Saturday. See, would you want to yeah. be called like, you know, that's what I say we are producers because yeah. like, I was like, I'm event planner. And then people, <laughs> it's like, no, do you want, you try it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, our, we have a friend, um, Staff, uh, club staffer from DC who runs conferences. Totally, just thought of Jessica too. Yeah, Jessica and, Co. <laughs> and Sylvie. Yeah, and yeah. Sylvie. 
And it's like, it's, it's not easy. It looks easy, but that's because we're doing our jobs fucking well. Yeah. You know? yeah. yeah. So shout out to all the producers slash event planners. <laughs> yeah. Y'all work hard and marketing is not easy. Yeah. And what didn't go wrong was Saturday. Um, yeah. Identity LA. Congrats to our, our, our friends over at, uh, over there at ISA for putting it together. Um, I have a, so I was able to run around and get some and get some um, sound bites from a lot of a lot of our friends, a lot of friends of the pod, a lot of former guests, and people that we know around the community um, around the events. So um, I'm going to play that now and give you a little taste of what it was like down in the uh, the VIP area of the up at, at LA. Here we go. All right, we're here at the Identity LA Music Festival, uh, the festival that the city of LA is throwing for Asian Pacific American Heritage Month. We're here with a couple cool people, so we're going to chat with them, see what they have to say, and uh, yeah, maybe get some cool stuff. Stay tuned. Hello, Mike Bo. Oh my god, this is Collabcast? Yes, this is Collabcast. You're listening to Collabcast, the Collabcast for pop culture and the creative life from an Asian American perspective. That's uncanny. <laughs> How are you doing, man? Hello, I'm your co-host, Marvin Yui. No, you're, you're Mike Bo. I am Mike Bo. Hello. <laughs> I, am, uh, I am, we are here at Identity LA, the concert of the century, Asian American concert of the century. Yeah. Enjoying yourself? I am. We're doing a lot of stuff. So, so Wong Fu helped put up this concert, right, with ISA. Yeah. Um, they have a booth, and they're also filming a short film, which I am currently acting in right now. Right now? <laughs> yeah. Oh. See the cameras? Am I in it right now? No, no, no. no. <laughs> we're, we're currently on break. Okay. <laughs> but it's about a guy and a girl at a concert. Oh. Yeah. It's like real life. It was perfect. All these, all these audience members are actually just extras. Oh, for the Mike Bow short film. <laughs> we hired them all. <laughs> no, they're real. But it, it, it's, it's, it's funny trying to film with them. Awesome. No, no. Because <laughs> like, they're all like looking at us at the same time. We're like, like no, no, no. Look down, look down, look down. This is just my, pl- get, my plot of getting the Collabcast on this short film somehow. Oh, yeah. I'm down. I'm you, a, know, you know how like people randomly ambush you to podcast? It happens on, honestly, honestly, just Collabcast. <laughs> That's why I am, I'm Collabcast number one fan. Thank you. We're, we're Mike Bowes, number... I don't know. You have, you have a lot of number one fans, though. Is this actually an episode? Oh, oh is yeah. this from something else? No, is this... <gasps> Wait. Future Mike Bow driving car your car right now <laughs> and listening to this episode of Cloudcast. We made it, fam. We made it. <laughs> All right, well, um, I'll let you get back to your short filmmaking, but uh, enjoy the rest of the festival. Oh, you too, Marvin. You too. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, sure. We're here with Travis Atreo, favorite guest of the pod, and here to uh, to enjoy the festivities. How's it going, Travis? It's good, man. It's good. This is so cool that like like you're doing this right now because we're just hanging out. But yeah, awesome. um, we were just talking about how um, so this isn't like an ISA produced event, and you were actually you you played with your band New Heights at the very last ISA live event. Yeah, yeah. No, that was years ago it feels years ago but uh we did three shows we did seattle san jose and then la and it was literally how i met everyone because everyone was just so supportive and it was was in the days where you know youtube was it it had already like not oversaturated yet but it was definitely you know a lot of artists had come up and asian americans had already kind of taken you know taken it by the helm and then and you know now it's like completely different than it was i mean but it's cool to continue to see that we're still connected. It's like uh, my manager Kevin was saying. This is like a reunion. Whenever like there's events like this that happen, it always feels like a reunion. So yeah. it's really good. So uh, we're here at Asian Pacific American Heritage Month, which I feel like it's gotten bigger and bigger mm-hmm. in the last couple of years. Like, how does it feel to be? You know, you, just, you just moved out down to LA a couple of years ago um, to like have like this be such a big thing here where you live, where you where you do your art. Yeah. No. Honestly, it's because of efforts like collaboration. You know, from I say, from all the, it's like it's always been a combined effort of pushing Asian American arts and you know culture forward. And I and I think, like what you're saying, it's it's been growing over time. But it's because of efforts like the things that you guys do, and um, that you know, Asian Americans in entertainment are finally you know getting recognition, and 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 you know people are actually taking us seriously. And it's I've always known that I've always known in order to make impact, it has to be together. 
and we can't you know be against each other and it's been cool to see that continually happen over the years awesome well have fun at the festival we'll see you around and maybe we'll catch up with you later on yes i can't wait to come and bother you and minji like uh, five drinks in we'll, we'll catch you again <laughs> yeah, sounds good <laughs> thanks cool microphone marvin hi tess hi marvin it's tess paris from uh, all the stuff from what, all what, the stuff from craziest girlfriend from Asnea from Asnea. right now I'm shooting a show for CISO TV awesome. uh, called Take My Wife so that's another thing you can watch me on I'm are, around are you a wife that's about to be taken or oh no are you taking the wife no 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 I'm uh it's uh, the comedians um, Cameron Esposito and Rhea Butcher it's about their um, relationship as a married couple and I play one of Cameron's very good friends who um, basically has her shit together but she really doesn't oh. like and I was in it the first season and then they brought me back second season so I have less of a breakdown this season so it's you know <laughs> based on real life how you yeah, have yeah. all your shit together it's, it's, it's all looks like I have my shit together on the outside but like let's get real <laughs> it takes a lot of work so how are you enjoying yourself here at identity la i'm having fun it's fun to see everybody out it's a beautiful day for it i thought it was going to rain this morning but now it's a great day for an outdoor music festival and i feel like there's just so many pockets of things happening there's places to eat music merch so many things to do here so it's fun i have to explore a little bit more i feel like they're just missing comedy really yeah, yeah. We get enough of that, I think, on a daily basis. Also, I need a day off, so so it's nice to experience some other arts, the music arts. Yeah. So it's APA Heritage Month. Oh yeah. Um, you got you have two big shows coming up. Are you are you involved in Will stuff next week? Um, I am not doing his stuff. I'm doing my UCB shows, but because of shooting, I'm kind of uh, MIA regarding some other stuff. Um, for Asian Pacific American Heritage Months, I did tweet at Lou Diamond Phillips yesterday, um, and he did retweet me, so I think that counts. Because awesome. it was Cinco de Mayo and also Asian Pacific American Heritage Months, so I said if today were a day, it would be Lou Diamond Phillips because he played, he's a Filipino who played Mexican in La Bamba. And I'm like, you know, he just kind of is the intersection of all those things. So I decided to tweet at him. Awesome. This is, it's so silly to talk about a tweet on a podcast. It's okay. But I did. And you guys, you don't know joy until you've been retweeted by Lou Diamond Phillips. <laughs> well, what are you looking forward to enjoying today? Um, more booze, if we're going to be honest. Really great selection of booze here. Um, let's see. What else? The donut table? I think maybe just all the food. This is a music festival, right? Okay, never mind. The music. Us the duo. I want to see us the duo. Uh, but also the donuts. No problem. Well, enjoy the rest of your donut festival. Thank you. We'll Thanks. see you later. And they have really good music at this donut festival, let me tell you. It's great. Thank you. Oh, you want to talk for the podcast, Hudson? Ian? Hey, we're here with uh, Jeff Yang. <laughs> How's it going? It's all good. Happy APA Heritage Month. Yeah. From the pod, Jeff Yang, also Super Dad. <laughs> uh, I, I, a super Dad might be a little bit stretching it. <laughs> like, uh, you know, adequate dad, uh, you know, with upside. That's what I call myself. <laughs> and also, Ian Chen from Fresh Out the Boat. How's it going, man? Hello. How are you feeling? How are you, how are you enjoying the food here? I'm good. It's great. You excited to see all the, all the music here? Definitely. Yeah. So pumped. <laughs> yeah, he's a he's he's a very uh, a very measured man, this Ian Chen. Yeah, it's so, so what's the word precocious, precocious, uh, practical. Hudson Yang here from. Uh, you want to talk about the boat? Here? Hey, yo, it's Hudson Yang from Fresh Out the Boat. Here with my little brother Ow. Ian Chen on the show. <laughs> Hello. How you guys enjoying the festival so far? It is so good. There's a lot of great food here. There's musicians, more food. Um, Aquadosian, great food, people. There's yogurt land, heart's finest, uh, soul sausage, all great food uh, is generously giving us food to eat. Awesome. So, how's it feel to be here celebrating Asian Pacific American Heritage Month? Mm. Nope. On all seriousness, it's amazing because I had to celebrate Asian American culture and how far we've gotten in getting our, like, <laughs> people of our color, our people who look like me out in the public so people can see that we're not just stereotypes but we can also do things like differently awesome well thanks again for all you do for for the community and um, have a lot of fun out here man I will yeah <laughs> hey Atsuko Atsuko Okatsuka stand up comedian is eating a donut while I'm talking to her this is terrible timing hi hi Marvin thank you so much for having me I feel like I forced you to do this no 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 we, just, we were just walking past the donut table <laughs> Stop by for hugs, and now 
How are you feeling? How's it going? Oh my goodness, it, it's going great. I'm so happy to see the community come together once again for for our month. <laughs> One month out of the year. Yeah. This, I feel like it's bigger than last year. Yeah, yeah. I think, um, well, the birth rate is higher. I hear than last year, so I see more babies too. See yeah. little kids. Yeah, yeah, it's really beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, it's Julie. Julie Zan from Shut Up and Dance on YouTube. Hi, I just interrupted you and Atsuko. She's getting married. She is. Congrats. Go Asians. I love being Asian. Are you gonna eat that yogurt with that giant spoon? Yes, I love giant spoons. <laughs> Sorry, turn around while you're eating. No, no, yeah. Um, people have never been more excited to, you know, congratulate me. Yeah. Than, uh, I mean, a wedding is really not a huge deal to me, I think. But you know, this is a completely different subject. It's Anyhow, okay. Asians, kids, family, community. I love it. Awesome. Well, have fun at the festival, and we'll pr- probably be dancing around with you later. Thank you so much. Yes, we will be dancing around later. <laughs> Thank you. What is it? It's for the podcast. Oh, yeah. Whoa. Remote? Remote. I'm on the field now. I'm here with Christine Chen, friend of the pod, Christine Chen, of uh, XOXO Christine, and the Perfectly Imperfect podcast. Yeah. Hi. This is so awesome. You have taken podcasting to another level, like on-the-go podcasting. I know. I'm, like, braving the field of this, like, giant music festival. Hopefully, hopefully people can hear you. I know. I'm going to face this way, so. We yeah, can't. yeah, yeah. Like this is this is amazing, isn't it? Crazy how many people are here. It's, I think it's amazing to see like, well, yeah, the Asian community all out here and excited to like be out together. So we're here at your booth where you've made some handcrafted pushins and totoros, and you're yeah. next to Mimi. They're like some cars. rainbow glitter kitties and flower crown cloud kitties. It's like I feel like you, you have your brand down. <laughs> Do I? What, what is it? They just kawaii. Like children, baby toys. I mean, just sunshine and rainbows, right? Yeah, exactly. Exactly, <laughs> sunshine and rainbows. Yeah, I've like spent this entire week. I decided a week ago that I was like, you know what? Let's do a booth, and that may have been a really crazy decision because I was like hand sewing everything, but it was really fun. Yeah. <laughs> I like Marbury keeps looking at it like. What is this? No, no, it's just very, very like if if I was to design a booth, it would look nothing like this. Yeah, it would just it would be like <laughs> just like plop. Here you go. Bye, please. Yeah, it's it's cloudy. It's yeah, like supposed fluffy, to be magical. Fluffy cotton clouds and like honeycomb shelf yeah. thingies, and it's crazy. It's yeah, you awesome. Have to, you have to describe it for people because they can't see it. Awesome. But That's- yeah, we're also like this is the first event that I'm. Flying for Perfectly Imperfect. Yeah, your podcast, which yeah. has been really great. Um, you had a really great episode this uh, past week about uh, mental health and stuff. It's yeah. Mental Health Awareness Month. Like, yeah. thank you for messaging me. That was like Marvin sent me a private message and was like, "Good work this week." I was like, "Oh, that's so nice." Well, you guys have been killing it. Like Regina and with she's, she does the editing, right? I'm editing it. You're editing. Okay. <laughs> Never mind. We switch off. We, no, no. I want to say she's gonna listen and be like, "Hey, no, we switch off." But yeah, like we've been trying to get better with the editing. No, you guys do great. I'm very. I, I was telling Jack, um, like, no, I have no notes. Like you guys are like, like you guys don't even need my help anymore. That's that's no. We always need your help. It means so much coming from the podcast king, no, which is no. Marvin. So podcast prince, maybe. <laughs> well, like you're a go-to person for anything podcasting. Mm. So yeah. How do you feel about, like, just, like, because uh, you've been in L.A. within the community for, like, the last literally years, you know? Yeah. Um, like, this is, like, it's growing, and it feels it feels like there's, like, a lot of momentum, right? Yeah, that's, I was I was just saying that, where ISA's last big concert series, I think someone said it was, like, six years ago in, in Long Beach, right? I was there for that one, and it's, it's kind of crazy that, not crazy, it's, like, really inspiring to see so many people still come out, and they're still excited. Especially for Asian Pacific heritage, I always have trouble saying it's like such a mouthful. But yeah, it's <laughs> so like so many words. Yeah, it's yeah. it's awesome to see, and it's not just Asian people. There's yeah. quite a, quite diverse. So yeah. yeah, super excited. Well, enjoy the rest of the festival. Hopefully, people come and buy more machines from you, yeah. and um, check out Perfectly Imperfect the podcast. Say hi to Minji for me. <laughs> I will. I will. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. I'll, I'll tell her you're out here. She'll come out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, like. Thank you for coming by. And, like, no problem. No problem. No, we were. Um, I was. I mean, with my girlfriend, and like, 
basically, she doesn't know anybody who's on stage, but she knows your booth mate. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I love Christine. Uh, Marvin's girlfriend, not myself. <laughs> or or Minji. There's so many Christine. I'm surrounded by Christines in my life. It's true. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah. talk to you later. Bye. Oh, no, no, no. Turn it off. Turn it off. <laughs> okay, what's up? Hey, Paul Date. Huh? Hey, Paul Date. What's going on, Marvin? How's it going? It's going very well. How are you? Enjoying myself, walking around, just talking to peeps. That's right. I just saw you at the uh, LA Asian. What? Is, sorry, I always forget the acronym. LA Asian American Pacific Film Festival. One too many A's there. Correct. You got it. The La. The oh, Los, too many. Los yeah. Angeles Asian Pacific Film Festival. Ah, okay. Thank you. <laughs> thank you for correcting me. Yeah. I, I I always forget if it's two A's or two P's or two F's or. It's all right. It's all right. So um. Ooh. What did you do? Why are they here? I didn't do anything. What did you do? What? You know what I did. <laughs> and I get away with it all the time. That's why they drove past. Because yeah. they know I didn't do they it. They don't mess with Paul Dante. No, they... <laughs> not yet. Not yet. Not yet. So we're here at the um, Identity LA Music Festival for the city of LA. As a lifelong Angelino, <laughs> how does it feel to be here amongst this, this community? Well, City Hall is only a few steps away from Little Tokyo, and I'm very proud to, to be here and also to be a citizen of the uh, Little Tokyo community, and it's, this is good, man. It's all good. Like, uh, I'm very happy with the progress that's, that's being made and, and the strengthening of the community and the, just the, um, the conversation that is going on. I'm really inspired by what we're talking about now and I know there's a lot of work left to be done but it is a very different conversation than we used to have when we were growing up and so I'm really hopeful actually before it was a little more cynical but now uh, I really feel that we we're, we're, we're going in, a, in the direction that I truly never thought was possible so I'm really excited awesome well enjoy the rest of your festival thanks man I'll grab a drink with you later yeah on. let's go get some cornbread <laughs> let's do it alright that was Baldate we're here with uh, Fang from the Pod Fang here at the uh, Identity LA Music Festival. You heard right. This is Pod Fang from the Fang of the Pod. Fang from the Pod. How's it going, man? It's going great. I'm freezing. Yeah, it's cold. It's a weird cold day in the middle of like freaking summer weather. You know that four days ago it was like 89 degrees. Yeah. And I wore I almost wore shorts today. Thank. Goodness. Oh no, that you wouldn't way worse off. Yeah, I mean, you can't tell from, maybe you can't tell from my voice, but I'm shivering. <laughs> yeah, it's bad. But this is a great event. It's super awesome seeing everyone here. Yeah, how's it, um, have you been walking around? Have you checked out the stage and everything? Yeah, I, I actually went out, I started back here, then I went out to the front, um, front of stage. I kind of walked around and see the, saw the vendors and the food trucks, and I came back here and went to the side of stage. I kind of, like, walked through the whole thing earlier. It was yeah. awesome. How does it feel to be just amongst, like, this is, like, a big gathering of just family and community man yeah you know I, l- I almost didn't come because I've been working and I haven't really slept and t- today was supposed to be my rest day but I'm really glad I did because it's sort of a nice reunion to see like old friends like Wong Fu and the ISA staff and just all these people that are in the community because everyone is so busy doing their thing because the work is hard so everyone commits you know their whole time to it but yeah. we all come to things like this and it's great to see everyone it's just nice yeah awesome well, enjoy the rest of your night. You too. And uh, we'll, we'll see you back on the pod sometime, man. Let me wear your jacket. Let me, let, me, <laughs> let me wear your jacket. No, I need it. I, I, have, I have a t-shirt under here. Okay. I'm good. It's like, uh-huh. What? Hi, Minji. Hi, Marv. How are you? This is going to be us listening to ourselves, talk to each other on the Collabcast, but also in person. I'm freezing right now, but I'm eating Froyo at the moment. <laughs> it's, it's really making me happy. And Lauren hey. is here. Hello. It's... Executive Director of Collaboration San Francisco, Lauren Lee. How's it going? It's going great. I just got here. You have some bad luck with planes. I have some terrible luck with planes, but mostly LAX. It's, it's all LAX. I know. That's that's apparently the hack. Or get a morning flight. So, you, so you flew down here uh-huh. for this for this concert. Sure did. Yeah. I did. How's it feel walking in? It feels great. It's there. I know, like, the energy is, like, super great. People are excited to be here. Like, there are tons of people just watching it who, like, are have no, like, industry connection or anything. People are just here to, like, have a good time and see some very... Apparently some people, people were here since last night, camped out for this Dean guy. I don't know. <laughs> Who's Dean? 
Who? Marvin, who is Dean? I know friends that do. Who's Dean? I'm asking you. You know who Dean is? <laughs> he's, he's a sensation. If you Minji, got, if Minji, you got Minji Chang, do you know who Dean is? She's <laughs> 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 What? Do you know who Dean is? I do know who Dean is because he performed at the core Asian Media Gala. So that was my first introduction to Dean. I did not know who Dean was before that. Apparently he's a big deal. I, I personally, no offense to Dean, but that night my I was all about Eric Nam. I'm just saying. <laughs> Eric Nam has a uh, Spotify playlist that he curated for APAM. It's coming out soon, yeah. Eric is killing it, and I love his sound. It's like very much in touch with my soul. So, what are you most excited? My collab soul, at, you know, <laughs> awesome. all of all of them. Yeah. So that collab fam, hashtag collab fam. I'm so proud of him. It was crazy. Like he's still we at the core. Sorry, I'm talking about Corey Allen now. But backstage, we talked for like half an hour about agendas and like conference calls. He's like, first of all, when we'd like to do it, like, yeah. But he's still so passionate about it. He, like, really cared. Like, you know, if we had, like, planned this and this and this, like, I think, you know, we, I was like, I love you, Eric. Like, K-pop superstar, but still talking about conference calls and agendas. I was like, I love you. It's an important raising. It's collab for life. Collab life for life, you know. You can't take that producer hat off once you have it. It's, like, forever. It's always on the brain. Yep. And I can't go to shows because I go to shows. So I was like, how did they make that happen? Or, oh, it's automatic. Yeah. No, this is dope. Like, remember last year? It was like yeah. a third. This, maybe less. The, the, the line when we came in this morning was crazy. It was wrapped around the block. Like, the, yeah. last year was like a fraction. Oh, yeah. So, Lauren, what made you want to come all the way down here for this? Um, well, I just have a lot of friends. Can I get one? Um <laughs> Okay, <laughs> just going to get yogurt. Um, but yeah, so a lot of friends are putting it on. Um, a lot of different people who I've wanted to see for a long time are all going to be in one space. So I saw Giraffage a long time ago, but then I haven't seen Doctors and Engineers yet. So yeah, so I'm I'm excited to see all these people. I'm excited to be here and like feel the energy. My schedule cleared up, and you know. Yeah, you you work in the music industry, right? I do. I do. Yes. Yeah, you had this. You had this thing. It's like a your your social media persona is like no. Music by white people? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so currently what I'm doing for this year is that the new year, I, my resolution was to not listen to any group or artist that was just made up of white men, just because there's a large majority of the industry is controlled by that. Um, and by doing that, I've discovered a lot of uh, you know very talented musicians of color, a lot of talented women in music. Um, a lot of talented queer musicians have just been popping up as I've been doing research, and you know I'm on top of that, I'm also like uh, making statistics of each festival that like big name festival. <laughs> so I did Coachella, I did Bumbershoot in Seattle. I'm about to do Outside Lands, you know. So it's like coming up with statistics and hard numbers to prove that there are talented people out there and they're not being paid attention to, and they should be. And it's been very fruitful. Awesome. And you're wearing is this like an Asian Nike jacket or what is? Or, <laughs> I was like, what is happening? Right I now? found it on the internet. And That's awesome. This is the ultimate test to see if it's cool or not. Is to wear it around yeah. this. Yeah. <laughs> I like it though. I was like checking it out, and you, I was like, "Hey, what's this jacket here?" You know, you know. <laughs> Wait, so we got some collab fam here. Can I bring people in? Yeah, yeah. Andrew, <laughs> you know who else is on the brain? Food. This is. Do you know Andrew? This is Lauren. Oh hi. She's Andrew. running collaboration nice SF now. Oh. She flew down for this. I used to He's the. He was my oh, original wow. e-board. Oh my god. Andrew gosh, Castillo yeah. is um Minji's former minion back in San Francisco. Not my minion. <laughs> I'm a former Minji minion. Yes, I, w- I was put into uh, labor work. I guess no. my will. Just kidding, just kidding. Kind of it was, we, we all feel it. We, we're, no. Right now, we're all, we're all oh, Minji minions right and now. And I want to go on record, and uh, <laughs> Billy was our dad, and uh, Minji was our mom, and they would fight a lot. <laughs> we had a bit of a Marvin Minji version one. Yes. <laughs> she has a history of uh, having these issues. Hey, what is I mean, going great on issues. Stop it. You, wait, so you're saying I'm not the first? No, you're not the first. Hey. And I'm not the last, hey. probably, either. You know what? Learning, collaboration is about working with people that are different than you, and sometimes you might not see eye to eye with, and then you, you come together anyway. I thought collaboration was about um, discovering and elevating young Asian yes, American talent. <laughs> see, Lauren's got the elevator I'm trying I got to, like, it. I got it memorized. I'm trying to dig myself That's out of my hole. That's how I got into <laughs> the position she, I'm in right she now. She was always the most passionate out of everyone, so... I definitely volume wise, volume wise, emotionally wise, fighting wise, all of it, very much, very much so. Yeah. She was our mom. Andrew is our creative director, so he did our music videos, and uh, we traveled together. We went to Seattle, oh. LA, LA, Chicago. Chicago. Which one was your favorite? 
I like Chicago. Well, I, wanna, I want Andrew to tell his story real quick. What, the Chicago story? The Chicago story. Who knows about this story? Well, anyways. Everyone's gonna now. <laughs> okay, so Chicago was my favorite trip because we had some bonding moments in the Hard Rock Cafe Hotel. Um, so there was this one evening. So just so just imagine there's two rooms. One room they're playing pool, and there's another room where we're just like, you know, couches and stuff. And then um, in the pool room, Billy, motion, Billy and Joe motioned to me, hey, come here, Andrew, come play with us. And I was like, okay. So then enthusiastic about it. Yeah, and I was like super excited. So I decided to just run up to that pool room, and then as I'm running full speed, boom, I hit the glass wall that's somehow between us that I didn't see before. So, you know, I mean... And there was a face imprint. Why are you laughing? This sounds terrible. That's so funny. So it was so loud. That's like what happens to dogs. It's like, it's like when a bird... And our yeah. whole staff was like, oh birds. You know the birds that run into glass? That was me. And then, and then it was so loud that the security from the Hard Rock Cafe came around. He's like, are you guys okay? And then I was like, I'm fine. And then I was, had blood running down my mouth. You know. And I didn't see it. I heard it. And I was like... <laughs> and then but, I saw his face, like what was, you know, imprinted on the glass. Who would, who would took a picture of the, the glass imprint? Yeah, we have a photo of it so forever. This is what Collaboration Family does. We, I we, love it. I love we, it. We build together and we suffer together. So, and we laugh. So, Lauren, you flew down here all the way for this festival. Um, what makes you excited about what's happening here in L.A. and, you know, um, what's going on in SF during this, this month? <laughs> yeah, so uh, basically in San Francisco, there's a lot of uh, cultural fairs. There's the usual um, street celebration that's uh, usually run by uh, Oakland Asian American Cultural Center or Asian Cultural Center. And um, so there's a lot of stuff going on in San Francisco. But the reason why I'm here in L.A. this weekend is because um, just the energy surrounding this event has been amazing. Just seeing, you know, ISA TV and Wong Fu and Transparent Agency all come together to make this event has been really awesome and seeing all the people that they've brought in and seeing the excitement from social media about, you know, even people who are crossing the, the Pacific and, you know, all that stuff has been really cool and it's also, like, really exciting to see what people are excited about, that people do care about their community, that they are investing in their time and, you know, money and, yeah, so it's been great. It's cool. Awesome. Well, enjoy the rest of the festival and then we'll, I'm sure we'll hang out later. Yeah, yeah. All right. All right. And yeah, that was Identity LA. Um, we talked to a lot of different people. Christine Chen. <laughs> we talked to Minji. Who was very uh, hyper. Who was also here. Yeah. And, um, you know, our friends Lauren, um, Andrew, Feng. I had the vibe in me. Yeah. Um, Good vibes. So now, yeah, I feel like I'm pumped to, like, just... The thing is, our, our next events is, like, a little further down. Like, we're right now knee-deep in pre-production for our big November events, which is Collaboration Star and the Empower Conference. But uh, things are shaping up, so uh, stay tuned for that. Ain't no fire festival here. We're we're the <laughs> the on fire one hundred one hundred festival. You're just all about this emoji <laughs> language. Um. So yeah, I think that will do it for this episode of the Clopcast. Thanks for tuning in, guys, and thank you to all the new listeners who yeah. are listening for the first time. We're excited to have you guys on on board with us yeah um you listen to other episodes again you can subscribe to us now on spotify itunes google play music stitcher or wherever you find podcasts um if you want to reach us by email please email us at podcast at collaboration.org the intro and outro music this week is north cac by collab alum g yamazawa off of his new album shout to durham thanks to g for the new music and please check out um the collaboration youtube channel and facebook page for the full panel that we did at south by southwest whole of uh, the whole hour-long panel on asian american representation with minji chang with jenny yang phil you angry asian man and dante bosco is up in its entirety so check that out uh share with all your friends and we'll be also be releasing um clips and video from our music showcase in the coming week as well um, please stay tuned to uh, Collaboration.org and our Facebook page and our YouTube channel and all our social medias uh, for updates. And yeah, that'll do it. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening. We'll see y'all next week. Bye. Whenever I hit the booth, I come out to an applause. If I'm talking to my crew, you heard a southern draw. Yo, I ain't talking to you. Stop eavesdropping the ball. I be rocking with y'all. I be off of the wall. A pit bull off the leash. I keep locking my jaws. I see a cop at the mall. I see a cop at the vault. Peter picking a fight. I can see the Viking in y'all. 
One of my punchlines are where your Vicodin off. I know I'm frightening y'all long as a mic is involved. Relocated to Cali, but I ain't liking the smog. I'm a southern north star. I beat a light in the dark.